Hello, friends, and welcome to the Ed3 podcast, where we believe that education can be more affordable, accessible, and better accredited using Web3 technologies. We're going to explore today a topic that I'm very interested in and is very timely that I call the Airdropped University. And I wrote this article almost six months ago, but I thought this was a perfect time to revisit it because of news coming out of the University of Nicosia, which is in Cyprus. They just announced this week that they're offering a Introduction to NFTs and the Metaverse course, co-led by Punk6529, and over 10,000 people minted NFTs to take the course in less than 72 hours. And this is such a fascinating news event to see because it really unlocks the idea of what the Airdropped University could be. This course is entirely on-chain, and it's the first 100% on-chain university course. What that means is that other people could now reach out to students who have taken this course and provide them opportunities, connections, and more. And that's what the Airdropped University is all about. So I'll read you the Airdropped University. You can also read the, the full text and dive in deeper at ed3.gg. Just click on blog and you can find it there. So let's start with the Airdropped University. Launching the Airdropped University. Academic records could soon be stored on the public blockchain, referred to as on-chain credential. On-chain credentials would be permanent, transparent, and owned by the student. They would also unlock a new type of educational institution, the Airdropped University. The Airdropped University creates competition for existing educational institutions by using public information from on-chain credentials. With this information, the Airdropped University could launch and scale using a three-step blueprint. First, create a token. Second, give token to ideal supporters. Third, reward token holders. The Airdropped University could provide new models to lower costs and reach more students. It could also reinvent alumni networks and provide greater financial upside for teachers and administrators. Most importantly, the Airdropped University would force higher education to innovate. This article takes a look at the Airdropped University blueprint, inspired by LooksRare and explores some of the impacts of on-chain credentials. The LooksRare launch. Two weeks ago in early January, when this was written, an upstart NFT marketplace was launched called LooksRare. They were competing against OpenSea, the long-standing incumbent founded four years ago. By all accounts, OpenSea has a seemingly impenetrable head start. With over $300 million in venture capital funding, a valuation of over $13 billion, and daily revenue of $4.2 million. This was in January 2022. It was impossible for LooksRare to compete head-to-head, so they simply changed the rules. LooksRare launched as a community-owned marketplace. In less than 24 hours, LooksRare bootstrapped users to their new marketplace by using a community token, which is the Looks token. Here's how it worked. First... LooksRare launched the Looks token. They gave the founders 10% of the token supply, the community 75%, and the remaining 15% was split between the treasury and other stakeholders. Second, LooksRare wanted to attract power users to the platform. Since all transactions on the blockchain are visible to the public, LooksRare gave its token to anyone who traded more than 3 ETH on OpenSea, in what's known as an airdrop. Tokens were dropped into wallets and users could claim them. The more someone had traded previously in OpenSea, the more Looks tokens they received. Suddenly, the most active NFT traders had a reason to use LooksRare and benefited from the success of its token. Third, LooksRare enabled people to buy its token and stake the Looks token. Staking simply means the users could lock their tokens into Looks, much like you would put money into a money market. As a staker, they then receive a percentage of all the transaction fees from the marketplace, as well as additional Looks token rewards, even more incentive to help LooksRare succeed. Using this community-owned approach, LooksRare generated $110 million in revenue in one day, and over $5 billion in transaction in 10 days. Equally important, they solved the chicken or egg problem of a marketplace. 
With the incentives from their tokens, known as tokenomics, they encourage people to list products on their marketplace and shop their marketplace at the same time. Luxrare still has a ways to go to attract more users and to move beyond people selling just to take advantage of the incentives. However, this bootstrapped launch shows a model for launching and scaling educational institutions, the Airdropped University Blueprint. The Airdropped University. The general consensus when talking about higher education is that luxury brand universities are well-positioned for the future and maybe impenetrable. If you are Harvard or Stanford or a well-known research institute, you not only offer an education recognized by employers, but also an elite network worth the shockingly high sticker price. The emergence of decentralized finance, or DeFi, enables educational competitors to change the rules and challenge the status quo of education. DeFi can reform school funding, but it can also spark the start of entirely new entities. As credentials move on the blockchain, they are publicly visible and validated. This makes it easy for a student to share and use their credentials. It also means other startups could incentivize these students just as LooksRare did. Currently, it is easy to find alumni from a school by searching on LinkedIn. What is different in the Ed3 world is you can move beyond messages and incentivize alumni in the general public to support your school or institution. If we were launching Airdrop U, an online liberal arts university, we could use the Airdrop University Blueprint to launch and scale our program. Here's how we do it. First, we'd create the Air token. We'll give 10% of tokens to administrators and professors so we can attract the best talent and have them benefit if the school succeeds. 75% will go to the Airdrop U community, people we are attracting as supporters, and 15% will cover operating costs and additional expenses. Second, we prepare for the Airdrop. We decide what type of graduates we want associated with our school. We could use anything that's on the public blockchain, which might include graduates from a specific university or an on-chain course like the University of Nicosia that we mentioned at the beginning, when they graduated, what they studied, who they had as a teacher, and more. In our case, we want anyone who studied at a liberal arts school to help us launch. We identify their wallets, which hold their credentials, provide them with an airdrop token. We then spread the word that any liberal arts graduate has airdrop tokens waiting for them that they claim for free. Third, we incentivize these graduates to stake their air tokens. In our case, we have students paying to take our classes. These expenses could go back to token holders along with additional air tokens. As students take classes, they could also earn tokens and stake these tokens as well. In this way, their classes begin to pay for themselves. Long after students and faculty leave Airdrop U, they have an incentive to see it succeed. In this way, Airdrop U builds engaged alumni. They are not connected to one another from a shared past experience, but rather from investing in the present and future of Airdrop U. The university doesn't need expensive ad campaigns and glossy magazines, but instead invests in the token, which empowers word-of-mouth marketing for Airdrop. Scholarships could be provided in Air Tokens. Donors could send Air Tokens to the Airdrop U wallet. Future graduate programs could be offered as a reward for Air Token stakers and alumni. Airdrop U in action. The example of Airdrop U is a thought experiment, but one that is not far away. Arizona State University has been exploring blockchain credentials for over three years, especially to transfer records between community colleges and ASU, and has hosted the Digital Credential Summit to build on-chain credential futures. StudentCoin has been building a platform to enable students to create their own tokens, potentially to fund their education. Even elementary students in India are receiving on-chain credentials for completing projects. The most elaborate of the current efforts is the non-traditional educator, Odom. Odom offers online classes in business, blockchain, and development, and publishes the certificates on the blockchain. They also offer education skills badges, according to their white paper, where students can verify the skills they have learned on the job. These skills are verified by the employer and added to the blockchain as a part of the student's on-chain credential. Odom has also created the Odom token, and is using tokenomics to build a marketplace connecting students, teachers, employers, and institutions. Airdrop U could use any of these examples as a way to start.
Anyone who has an ASU credential on the blockchain could receive an AIR token. Similarly, anyone who has created a token on StudentCoin could receive the AirDrop. Students who have completed projects in India could be early scholarship recipients. AirDropU can easily click on the contract address from the Odom coin and see all of the wallets that have transacted with it. AirDropU could offer them AIR tokens. Alternatively, students with a credential from Odom or students with specific ESBs from Odom might be ideal potential students for AirDropU and could also claim AIR tokens. As more educational institutions add credentials to the blockchain, the potential grows. This may point to one reason educational institutions do not want credentials on the blockchain, control. The innovator's dilemma argues that successful incumbents do not have incentive to change or invest in technology that will undercut their success. Innovative institutions like ASU may pursue on-chain credentials, but it seems likely that pressure from non-traditional education providers using on-chain credentials will be the catalyst to wider adoption in higher education. This pressure could force adoption of on-chain credentials, or it could lead to two tracks of credentials, on-chain and off-chain. The true impact of on-chain credentials is murky, but there are reasons to believe it could solve key challenges in the education system. How Airdrop University Improves Education The opportunity to airdrop a university into existence could help solve major challenges facing higher education. And I put a tweet in here from Eric Tornberg that mentions big challenges in higher ed, including prices too high and rising, too much student debt, too many students drop out, too many students are underemployed, credential inflation, misaligned incentives, and oligopolis market dynamics preventing competition. All of those would be really challenged, at least, by an airdropped university. The debt crisis. The, college, the cost of college is up 1,200% since 1980, and 40 out of 100 people who have college debt don't have a degree. An airdropped university could incentivize competition and enable pay-as-you-go models. Students could take out loans with tools such as Aave, potentially backed by the air tokens they earn. With auto-staking, students would be earning interest or rewards during their education to lower any debt burden before they leave. Competition in a static industry. The most successful educational institutions have been around for centuries. It is difficult to start a new institution and hard to change existing institutions. The airdropped university would use the strength of these long-standing institutions as a launchpad for their own efforts. The influx of... The influx of competition could mean better pay for the best instructors, lower costs for students, and new models to reach new students. True assessment with an educational marketplace. It's difficult to know which school is the right choice for a specific student. College rankings are not based on outcomes, but rather inputs. The Airdrop University solves this by creating an educational marketplace. Parents and students could look at the Air Token and get a sense of the success and trajectory of the university. As other universities launch with their own tokens, there will be a supply and demand dynamic. It's not an annual publication of U.S. News & World Report that will tell you how good a school is. It's the constantly updated price graph that transparently shows what people think of a school. While this may seem like a dystopian world of commodification, it could be seen as a more honest and transparent way of ranking schools. Instead of surveying presidents and encouraging glitzy spending to increase an annual ranking in a magazine, schools are ranked by what students and parents think. As Balajai Sarnivas notes in the clip below in the blog post, education will not be alone in the transition. Industries and entities that have joined geographic monopolies like cities, universities, hospitals will now be on a ledger, comparable, and even tradable with other assets. Want to know which city to move to? Check the price of which city is moving up. What school's best? Look at how many people hold the token. Much like local and regional newspapers were thrust into the world of international competition thanks to Google, educational institutions now have to prepare for the same future. Building the future. Professor and historian Melvin Kranzberg's first law of technology states, Technology is neither good nor bad, nor is it neutral. The advent of on-chain credentials will bring profound changes with unexpected consequences. 
At first glance, it seems that increased transparency will provide opportunity for upstarts and challenges for incumbents. These changes could also mean increased opportunity for students. It's also possible that these credentials will only increase access to those who already have had it, furthering economic disparity and opportunity. On-chain credentials are permanent, so students will forever have those experiences tied to them for better or worse. This Ed3 future also brings further commodification to the education sector, which would undercut the mission of educating and improving quality of life. The Airdropped University shows just one way that education could change much quicker than anyone expects. It is essential that educators, policymakers, and technologists explore these impacts now to build the future, rather than waiting for it to happen to them. Thanks for listening again to the Ed3 podcast. You can read the full article at ed3.gg. I hope you'll share your feedback, subscribe to the podcast, and join us every week as we share big ideas about scaling education with Web3 technology and meet the builders creating this future. We'll see you in the metaverse.